At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Hope you're enjoying your Saturday evening. I would assume you're in a fantastic mood here, big man, because LeBron is not going to be suspended for being a naughty boy, naughty boy, not adhering to COVID protocols. And then the Clippers, the crosstown rival, if you want to call them that, they lose game one. I would imagine you are elated right now. Is that true? (laughs) Look, man, I'm I'm excited that NBA basketball and playoff basketball is here. That's what I'm giddy about. This is a good time of year. You know, Phil Mickelson's leading the PGA championship. Had two great games earlier. And yeah, yeah, I'm happy LeBron's not going to be suspended. (laughs) Of course. I mean, that goes in there with a list of things that, uh, you know, are making me smile today. That's right. It's got to be on the list for sure. Well, let's start with the Clippers. How about this? I mean, look, if you're orchestrating your path and you lose at the end of the regular season to the Rockets and then to the Oklahoma City Thunder and Ty Lue comes out, he's like, oh, the Clippers. No, just rest. We're just resting. That's all. That's all. And we're all looking sideways like, 
Seems like you're trying to avoid the Lakers until the conference finals. It just, it really seems like that. And then all of a sudden they come out and they kick game one against the Dallas Mavericks. That's just hilarious right there. I'm sorry. I'm not a Clippers hater, but that's just hilarious that you try to orchestrate your path. This is the best formula for success. And then you lose game one. The the problem is, and I, I hate overreactions either way after, you know, game one of any series, any sport. But the problem is when you're watching the games, you can you can figure out and determine, okay, is the does the favorite are they in trouble? Do they have a problem? Is it close? Did they just have an off game? You so you can kind of, you know, go down the line and and, and be like, okay, well they can they can get better. Mm-hmm. And watching the Clippers. Kawhi at 26, he was 9 for 22. Paul George, 8 for 18. The problem is that Dallas is not one of those teams where you should blow out, right? There, It's not like – it's not a huge discrepancy in talent because Luka Doncic showed you what he could do alone – last year against the Clippers. Remember that in the bubble? He was by himself. Porzingis got hurt. And so he was by himself um, and given the Clippers fits. So you add Porzingis back in that mix, and, I mean, he was five for six, 14 points. That's a very Draymond Green-like uh, shooting total right there in terms of attempts from the field, you know? Like- yeah, it, it's, it's, it's so effective, though. You know, and then you you have Tim Hardaway Jr., who just doesn't care. Like he's oh, they, those guys have no conscience. Oh, they, That's don't, the they don't care. It's a good formula offensively. I hate Dallas's defense. Oh, yeah, I do, and too. That's going to bite them in this series. But with Luka setting the table – being a scoring point guard, and you surround him with shooters that just don't care. They're like, oh, open shot, it's going up, man. And they hit 47% of their threes today. That's not going to carry on throughout this series, but on a game-by-game basis, they can get red hot from three, no problem. And that's the problem, right? Because the Clippers are still trying to, to exercise ghosts of playoff pass, right? They need this year to be an exorcism of <laughs> failure from yesteryear. And they're not starting out the right way. And like you said, they orchestrated their own path. They picked this road to ride down. Right. Fearing yeah. playing the Lakers too early. So they decided this is what we're going to do. We're going to I hate that. To, we talked about that yep. last week, right? This yep. idea of, eh, let's avoid this team or let's orchestrate this. I would much rather you said, bring everybody on. We don't even care. But as soon as you start saying, well, maybe this is better. I just don't like how you go into the playoffs that way. Dallas and Luka aren't afraid of them. They weren't afraid of them last year. But they're not afraid of them. And that's a problem. Yeah, and Paul look, George Luke, is not scaring anyone. I know. Luca with the triple-double today, 31 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists. That's his third career playoff triple-double. And like you said, big man, 
we can't overreact to game one. I'm not saying, oh, Clippers are doomed. They're not going to win this series. I still have them winning this series. I just think it's hilarious that they orchestrated their path and, st- and still lost game one. But you look at what is going to remain consistent. The Clippers from three today, they were 11 of 40. That's 27%. That, they're not going to be that bad going forward. Remember when the Lakers were terrible shooting the ball in game one against the Blazers last year? And people freaked like, oh, gosh, look out, Lakers going down. It's like, nah, it's, they're not going to be that bad consistently going forward. And I look at the same, the Mavs aren't going to be this good shooting the three going forward. The Clippers aren't going to be that bad shooting the ball from three. And in general, they sucked from the field also. Yeah, they just didn't have any continuity in their offense. They didn't. They had no continuity and outside of Rondo coming in and a- adding some some flow to it, when he's not on the floor, it's, it, it, you know, you, anybody can do anything. And I don't know if that's a, the right recipe to uh, uh, to win a, a playoff series, not against a good team. Now, you can How get away with other? that. You can get away with that, you know, playing a, a, a lower seed, a, a team just trying to, yeah. you know, progress from last year. But like I said, mentality is everything. They came in to the playoffs with a different mentality than the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, I wouldn't go as far as, let's say the Jazz lost to Memphis in game one. I would I would much more shrug my shoulders like, yeah, of course. big deal, right? But I don't look at this Clippers win and say, ah, eh, big deal, who cares? It's closer than that. I still fully expect the Clippers to win the series. I, I, I just don't know how, though. Like in defense, terms of in- better defense. They don't, I mean, they don't play that good at defense. Uh, they're better than Dallas. Dallas is just Dallas is uh, bad at defense. Yeah, they're yeah. <laughs> they just don't bring it on the defensive end. How about the other game today, big man? What did you think about uh, the Bucks surviving against the Heat? Jimmy Butler with the huge shot to send the game into overtime, and then the game ends. You glance down at the box score. Jimmy Butler four for twenty-two. Yeah, that, that the Bucks. They got a problem on their hands. The same type of problem they had last year. Uh, people keep for t- forget to telling uh, the Miami Heat that they shouldn't be good, and they they aren't good. People keep forgetting to let them know that. Yeah, and and so they're they're going out there and they're playing. Like Jimmy didn't have a great game. He did not have a great game. No. He won't have another one of these. He won't have another. He won't. He will not have another four for twenty two game. Yeah, 18% from the field for Jimmy Butler. That's the lowest shooting percentage in his playoff career. So, right, you're not, you're not going to see 18% going forward. But with all that being said, you could look at it both ways. You had Jimmy shooting 18%. Miami as a team only shot 36% from the field. Yet the game still goes into overtime. It's a one-possession game. So you could look at this glass half full and be like, we were right there, but the Bucks. They could look at it and say, yeah, but we were five for 31 from three. That's 16%. That's not going to happen either going forward. No, it's not. They got to just have better shot selection, right? And, you know, the onus, this is Giannis's team. This thing, having uh, Drew Holiday there, that's going to help a lot. Takes the pressure off Middleton. But, I mean, you look at their starting four outside of, uh, DiVincenzo, they all had, you know, 20 
plus games except for Brooke Lopez, who had 18. I mean, just, outside Bucks, of those four players, no one gave them anything else. Yeah. The Bucks just seem like the anti-Robert Ory. You know, when yeah. Robert Ory, in those big moments, he's like, bring it on. And the Bucks just, you could just sense the tight sphincters going on over there. You know, I know Chris Middleton hit the huge shot, but with Giannis missing a free throw toward the end of regulation, it's stuff like that. It's just, it's almost like they don't trust themselves in these moments most of the time. They got 15 points from the bench. That's hard to sustain in the playoff. You need a punch from the bench just to get that second unit going. You know, on the flip side of that, um, Miami had almost they had 39 points from the bench. They almost had 40 points from the bench. So when you look at the the the, the length of a series, you have to take all these things in, in, into account, right? Mm-hmm. Can you get your guys some rest and not lose any footing? And you hear this a lot, too, that a team takes on the personality of its star player. If you compare Jimmy Butler to Giannis, look, Giannis is a fantastic player. But when the game is on the line, when it's going down the stretch, you saw Jimmy Butler. He, he was 4 for 22, ended up 4 for 22. He didn't care. Nope. He's like, game on the line, I'm going against Giannis and I'm scoring on him. I just don't feel the same way when Giannis is out there. And I think there's a trickle-down effect. Yeah, I, I, I mean... The reason LeBron James teams have done so well is because of that sentiment you just brought up. Their teams are going to go where their leader goes. Same with Jordan, Kobe, you know, all, Tim Duncan, all of the greats, Akeem Olajuwon. Your team is going to adopt your personality, and the teams that don't know what their personality is, i.e., in my opinion, the Clippers. Who's mm-hmm. whose personality? Or, who I, are we following? I, I, yeah, Rondo. He comes off the bench. He plays fourteen minutes a game. That I'll is tell you the, what, that's the, the approval problem. rating of Kawhi has drastically d- gone down. Right, like <laughs> we're questioning his leadership. But is it, he the guy? He's, yeah. he's never been that guy to galvanize. He, I mean, he's a tremendous player. Has everything you you want in a player. But when you're talking about leadership. And command. Kawhi wasn't the leader of the Spurs. Kawhi wasn't the leader of the Raptors. Right? Lowry was at the at the Raptors. Like that's the guy they follow. At the Spurs, the, the whole Spurs, right? Tim and Manu, all of those guys. So when you talk about an alpha dog and and taking and a team taking on, uh, you know, the mentality of of set player that that's we don't know what that is at the Clippers we don't know what that is at, at in 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 Brooklyn who's the whose personality are we taking on when it comes to the playoffs when it comes down to crunch time who are we following yeah we'll find out as they're about to tip it up against the uh, Celtics in game one we'll get to this coming up next Uh, embarrassing comments and an embarrassing approach to the playoffs. I guess we'll just title this next segment embarrassment, you know, but there are a couple of stories that we absolutely have to hit on. That's on the way. I'm Brian. No, he's from Salam. This is Fox sports radio.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. By the way, big man, our guy Roberto is in with us today. Lakers guy said, what's your prediction? Huh? Lakers in five against the Suns? He goes four. Four. What's your prediction for your uh, your purple and gold there? I'll say five. You go five. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. You know, I thought you would uh, maybe go bold like Roberto. No, maybe you'd go sweep. I I try not to let my you know my fandom cloud reality. Okay, so you're saying Roberto's unrealistic? No, 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 no. I'm saying Roberto has a right. To his opinion, (laughs) for me, I have some questions about the Lakers that I need them to answer in, you know, in in these games. What's your biggest question about the Lakers? My biggest question is down the stretch, the Lakers go on tremendous scoring droughts, which allows a team to get back in. Now, they've been rectifying that. A little bit, 
But reality is you can't go three minutes in the fourth quarter and, and, not, and not be able to score. Also, they are very careless with the ball. Most of the time, real talented teams give possessions away with turnovers because they know they have the talent to always be in the game, and that's dangerous in the playoffs. By the way, with the uh, Lakers beating the Warriors, great game where LeBron hit that deep shot and all of that. There was a lot made after that game about Steph Curry resting at the beginning of the fourth quarter where Steve Curry kept him on the bench and the Lakers go on this run. Did you see that Steph Curry last night played 47 minutes what sense does that make? Like, None. Why would you rest Steph Curry for a couple of minutes against the Lakers and then that game goes south and you play him for 47 minutes? Doesn't it make more sense to play him a couple extra minutes against the Lakers so you don't have to do that going forward? Yes, it does. Yeah, that did not work out. Well, guess what? He's resting now. He's, he's, he's got, plenty of, he's got plenty of time. Yeah. Okay, so we've got the Celtics and Nets. Starting their series, game one, underway right now. You talk about embarrassing, big man. Now, Celtics head coach Brad Stevens, he was telling the truth. But I'm sure you remember when Dave Chappelle did when keeping it real goes wrong. Yep. Sometimes keeping it truthful can go wrong also. Listen to what Brad Stevens had to say about the Celtics facing the Nets in this series. I mean, those guys are um, the best of the best. And, uh, you know, going into that, if, if I'm a fan, I, you know, and just a general fan of the NBA, I, don't, I see, have, them, have a hard time seeing them lose. So we're going to have to play great. We're going to have to play great together. And, um, you know, we're going to have to be really, really sound on both ends of the floor. I have a hard time seeing them lose. How, what? How can you say that publicly? Is it just me or is that? The anti-win one for the Gipper. Can you imagine Al Pacino in any given Sunday? Instead of, we got a claw with our fingernails, and he's giving a speech. He's like, honestly, I don't, I don't see us beating them. What kind of, what is that? Why would you say that out loud, even if you're thinking it? I, I don't, I really don't know. I, you know, coaches have a certain way of trying to, um, you know, throw people off the scent, you know, very uh, complimentary. I, 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 nobody wants to hear that. Step up. Like, look, they're a good team. We're a good team. Yeah. It's going to be a fight. Right? No one's handed a championship. You got to earn it. And they're going to make us earn it, and we're going to make them earn it. Next question. Yeah. Like, for real, like, let's come on now. I mean, at this point in the playoffs, I I don't want my coach to be unsure. Uh, yes. I don't want my team to be unsure. I don't. I, I want all, look, we, look, let's go do this. Yeah. It's us against them. They It's one basketball out there. Yeah, bring it on. What, they don't have holes? What, they have a... Uh... I don't know, a Chicago Bulls-like defense out there from the 90s? or <laughs> like They could be scored on. Bring them on. I would much rather he had that message instead of, 
As a fan, I have a hard time seeing him lose, to be honest. He basically said, not only are they really good, have you seen us play? We've been 500 throughout the entire season, and we don't have Jalen Brown. He's saying all of those things through his his words right there. I was bad. I didn't like that. I'll give you another comment here, big man. This is Giannis Adetokounmpo, two-time MVP, heading into a rematch against the Miami Heat. Here's what he said leading up to the series. Uh, I don't know if this year is going to be a different team. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't say that. Uh, It might be the same. Who knows? (laughs) I watched that, and I was like, what? What? You know what? I come from a different era. So I guess it's different. You know, when I played professional sports, growing up watching my favorite, you know, athletes and favorite teams, it was just a different mentality. Remember, I'm the one who's always arguing with you about teams not caring who they play because they just got to go out and play no matter if somebody's hurt or not. Like, I come from that era of I don't care who you have over there. We have a chance to beat you. That's the era I come from. So that's the energy I need in the locker room and on the court or on the field or on the pitch. I need that energy. I think, if I'm reading you right, I think if we're looking at, say, uh, UCLA taking on Gonzaga. Yes. Right? You look at it from the athlete's point of view, which is, if I'm a member of UCLA, bring it on. We got a chance over here, which is fine. I totally applaud that. I look at it more from the non-athlete's point of view. If I'm looking at it as a fan or a media are, are, guy, are I'm better. like, yeah, the chances aren't in your favor there, Bruins. Like, But you shouldn't have that mentality as an athlete. You've no. got to believe you can go out and win. You have to. And if you don't, then you don't even need to be out there. It, as a coach leading a team in Brad Stevens or the reigning two-time MVP in Giannis? Uh, it might be the same as the last uh, two years. Yeah, but- what? <laughs> what? Hey, it, better funny, not, it better not be. We paid you two hundred and forty million dollars. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking it on. better not be like it was the last two years. Period. And there was a lot of reaction of, "Hey, I gotta applaud Giannis's honesty." No, no the hell you no, don't. No, you don't say that. Lie that is me. not what you say Lie going into to a me. series. Yeah, or just if it isn't good, if it isn't going to land well, just leave it out. Don't even talk about that. It was hilarious because he was wearing a hoodie that said, be different. And he was saying, I don't know if it's going to be different in the playoffs this season. I thought that was a funny twist as well, but not the message you want out there. It's one thing to think it. It is way worse to say it. You're supposed to be the leader and you're unsure. Come on. You you know what? And, And that brings me to this point. The one thing I know for a fact is our team leader, I know he's sure. There's yes. not an unsure bone in his body. When we talk about Stephen S. DeSager, S is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I mean, there's no question. We get confidence from his confidence. You know, 
I agree with what you guys are saying. He shouldn't have said it out loud. Aren't we all saying the same thing? Did you see Boston this year? It's like though they had games that get coaches fired. I'm just expecting the other shoe to drop with this franchise. There's no way, injuries or not, that this should be a 36-36 and 36 team this season. Celtics record the last month is 5-10, and 10, just for the record. And yet... Jason Tatum started three for three shooting tonight and at Brooklyn about five minutes to go in the first quarter of their playoff opener. The Celtics are leading 18-10 against the Nets. Brian, you mentioned earlier that Luka Doncic in the win over the Clippers today had his third career triple-double. He's only played seven playoff games in his career, and this is already his <laughs> Good third. Lord. He had 31 points today. By the way, no other Mavs player in their history has a playoff triple-double. This is three out of seven games for him in his postseason life. 113-103 over the Clippers, the final. Clip's going to clip. The Mavs outscored him 13-3 to in the last three minutes of this game. Milwaukee in overtime edged Miami because of this in the final seconds. Middleton. Lifting, shooting, shot, good! Five-tenths of a second to play! 109-107 Bucks! And that wound up the final. That was Bucks Radio Network. Chris Middleton, 27 points, including that. Last-second jumper, Giannis Tenekumpo, 26 points, 18 rebounds. The first round of the NBA playoffs continues tomorrow with more Game 1s in best-of-seven series, starting with Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, the 76ers hosting Washington. In the NHL playoffs, in progress right now at Toronto, Maple Leafs lead 2-1 over Montreal in the second period. Tampa Bay and the Islanders each with wins today. Islanders are tied in their first round series with Pittsburgh two games apiece, while Tampa Bay's up three games to one now over Florida. Phil Mickelson leads by one stroke at the PGA Championship. Brooks Kepka is one back. Louis Ustase in two back. Bryson DeChambeau is tied for seventh place, five back. Phil Mickelson at age 50 would become the oldest to ever win a major. Tomorrow's NASCAR race will be on FS1 again, 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. There is a chance of rain there in Austin, Texas. Kyle Busch won today's Xfinity race, his 98th career win in that series. In Major League Baseball, it's regional coverage right now on Fox TV. Part of the country is seeing Cubs at Cardinals. Miles Michaelis with his season debut after the show injury did not pitch for the Cardinals last year went four innings one run allowed tonight they're down one nothing to the Cubbies in the top of the fifth the Dodgers the Dodgers have a couple of solo home runs from Max Muncie into the water at San Francisco and Austin Barnes has hit one out so bottom of the fifth LA two nothing over the Giants a Dodger win would put each team's record at 28 and 18 Dodgers going for a sixth straight victory also on Fox TV for part of the country Red Sox lead two nothing at Philadelphia in the top of the fourth. Yankees already won their fifth straight today. Seven nothing over the White Sox. This starting pitching staff's been incredible this past week. Garrett Cole was on the mound today. He's six and two. ERA 1.81 for the Yankees so far. And Colorado beat Arizona and Madison Bumgarner 7-6. Arizona has lost seven games in a row. Atlanta and Texas each one at home. Back to you. Thank you, fearless leader Steve DeSager. <laughs> Appreciate all you do here. I'm Brian No, He is Ephraim Salam on Fox Sports Radio. So let's get to the king here. LeBron James, he's not going to be suspended by the league, but he was a naughty boy, Ephraim Salam. He was not following the NBA's COVID-19 health and safety protocols. So this week he attended a promotional event for his tequila. There was a photo shoot alongside Drake and Michael B. Jordan, among others. This was before the play-in game. 
against the Golden State Warriors. So obviously he wasn't suspended for that. He's good to go for game one tomorrow against the Phoenix Suns. And the NBA, as they've done before, you go way back when, when James Harden was <laughs> violating the safety protocols. He's showing up maskless in Atlanta and Vegas. And you had Adam Silver say, eh, it's Christmas. You know, we'll let it slide. So not a, a shocker that they're going to let it slide with the uh, one of the best players, uh, arguably the face of the NBA and LeBron. He's good to go for tomorrow. Yeah, and, you know, I, looking at that, I was just like, why would you do that? Yeah. Like, yeah. Why, like it's, I just don't get it. You know, the thing that's different now than when James and others were doing it is there's a vaccination. Mm-hmm. So if you are vaccinated, I get it, but still. Mm-hmm. There's still protocols in place. The NBA still has protocols. And we should adhere to those protocols, especially on the cusp of the playoffs. Yeah. Right? What happened to Zero Dark 30, right? That's what he calls when the playoffs happen, right? He turns everything off and is LeBron just on a mission. Championship or bust. Well, that play-in game was the beginning of the playoffs for the Lakers. So, I mean, it don't if you're gonna be about it, be about it. Hey, I hear you. It was it was a silly thing for him to do because here's the deal: we're making a lot of progress, but it isn't over just yet. It's I know it's baseball, but the Seattle Mariners are having some issues with COVID, and they have what like four relievers on the shelf, and mm-hmm. even in the NBA, Karis LeVert he missed the playing games for the Pacers. He was in health and safety protocols. He had to enter that. So we're not out of the woods yet. And so to your point for LeBron to do something like that, it's just not a smart move. And uh, he could have been, who knows if the NBA wanted to, I would imagine that they could have shut him down for violating these protocols. They elected not to, but even if he's like, I'm LeBron, they're not going to shut me down. He's not COVID proof. It's not like, I'm LeBron, COVID doesn't apply to me. If you do something that you're not supposed to, you could contract it. That's just a risk not worth taking. Yeah, and, you know, they asked him, did he, has he been vaccinated? And he didn't want to re- give a clear answer. And all, Like, that's when you'd be like, yeah, I've been vaccinated. Right? Like, yes, I have been. We've taken every measure of, 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 Caution and responsibility. And yes, myself and my family have been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what you if, if that's where you if that's where you're going, if that's what you're gonna do. If you're gonna if you're gonna be out and about like you're vaccinated, then okay. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's definitely kept that close to the vest. Also, I guess uh, on a side note related to it, the NBA has told head coaches. And we're watching right now. Brad Stevens doesn't have a mask. Uh, Jason uh, uh, or uh, um, Steve Nash, I believe, is not wearing a mask right now. The NBA has told head coaches that have been vaccinated, fully vaccinated, that they can ditch their masks during these games. So I can hear the LeBron faithful saying, oh, well, look at this. Like, It's different. 
the NBA hasn't said to all of its players, hey, ditch your masks and the protocols if you're fully vaccinated. They haven't said that yet. So until they do, you're in violation if you don't adhere to the, the protocols. I mean, just, just focus in, man. I, I need LeBron to focus in or they're going to get beat in the first round. You got to focus. I would, and you know, I know your reaction if instead of this story going down the way it did, he didn't follow the protocols. And there are a lot of people that roll their eyes and say, who cares? Uh, the reason you care is because what would the reaction be if instead I said LeBron has entered into the, the health and safety protocols, he's contracted COVID, right? It's a completely different ball game then. And the point is you're taking a risk of that being the outcome if you don't go about your business the right way. I don't want to sound high and mighty. It's just common sense. That's all. Yeah, yeah. look, man, nobody is above reproach or the law or guidelines. I'm not I'm not playing that. You know what I mean? Like I got on people here work who work here. Oh yeah. Think about LeBron's own teammate, Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, man. He was good. He was 12 days, 14 days. Yeah. And came back and couldn't hit a shot. Couldn't hit a shot. <laughs> couldn't hit a shot and couldn't guard anybody. Yeah, sometimes it takes a little bit to work out the kinks. There have been a lot of players like that. They have not come back hitting the ground running. So it's the time that you miss being out. It's the time it takes to work back to form. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. So I just wouldn't. You know, shrug your shoulders like big deal. Who cares? You're just being negative for no good reason about LeBron. It's no, no, he, he violated the protocols. He took a chance that wasn't worth taking. That's all. All right, coming up next. It's an odd choice for what I would say is an embarrassing promotion. We'll see what the big man has to say as well. I'm Brian No. He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian No. He is E from Salam on Fox Sports Radio. So I think this is an embarrassing promotion here, big man. This is uh, a promotion involving James Harden of the Brooklyn Nets. And he had tweeted just the other day, had to come through Brooklyn, get 50% off your tickets for games one and two using the code Harden. Vaccinated sections only while supplies last. And it included a video of Harden making a promotional pitch, if you will. Check this out. What's up, Nets fans? It's James Harden. For a limited time, I'll cover half of your tickets. We got to get Barclays Center rocking. All right, go get your tickets now. Use the code Harden. You dig? Okay. Hmm. How embarrassing is it that you have to have a promotion where a player is picking up 50% of the tab to see games one and two? I mean, just let that sink in for a second. These are, we've got limited cheering sections, right? These arenas aren't at full capacity. We've got playoff basketball finally in Brooklyn. And you have to have a promotion picking up half the tab? What is that? It's embarrassing. Um, I think it's because a lot of people aren't coming out because of the pandemic. And, um, the tickets are ridiculously expensive. Even more so when, you know, there was no pandemic. 
So they're trying to entice people to, number one, step away from their comfort zones. Mm-hmm. And number two, you know, we'll help you with this. You know, 50% is probably what the normal ticket would be. So, you know, I think it's more so like that than nobody wants to come see the game. Just we know a little that. more incentive. Yeah, I, we, I hear we know you. that's not true. I mean, look, there have been no fans. People are starved to go to these games. I Absolutely. almost went to the play-in game. With, Ooh, almost I really did. Me. I almost went. I really did. I just look at, say, Knicks fans. Same things apply. It's an expensive ticket. we got to get over this. Uh, if you have fear of going out in public and getting back to, you know, normal and all of that stuff, okay, understood, but I, I don't see any – Videos with Julius Randle. Hey, Knicks fans, playoffs are finally here. I'll pick up half your tickets. Come on out and support us, please. Like They're not having to do anything like that. You'd have to fend those fans off from going in there and paying top dollar. Well, that's a different situation. The Nets have been in the playoffs. The Knicks have not. It's been, what, decade and a half? No, it's been like seven years, but still no, a long time. It's been longer than seven years. Leave Robert DeLapp the fourth. No, it's a, I, I'm telling you, When's Carmelo Anthony time? was back there. It's When's been a seven-year drought. When's the last time the Knicks were been, have been in the playoffs? You're not going to listen to your boy over here? No. Melo plays for the Blazers. Of course I'm going to look that up here in, in that, Portland, that's right? That's funny. <laughs> like, they had a seven-year drought. Book it. Okay. I believe you. It sounds like it. It I, sounds I like you're absolutely taking my word on, I believe on this. Yeah. <laughs> That's a long seven years. It has. It's felt like a decade and a half yeah. because it's the Knicks and they have a loyal fan base. And they've just been screwing the pooch. It just seems like they just can't get right. I like the Knicks. I like how hard they play. I love teams that don't have legitimate, like, bona fide Name superstars and they play hard. The Nets used to be like that. That's why yeah. I was always uh, I always liked how hard the Nets play. The Suns were like that last year. We talked about it on the show. I said, "Look, the Suns next year. You got to watch out for the Suns. They went eight and zero in that bubble." Well, I thought that the the Nets and the Clippers were carbon copies, where before they got their star players, before the Clippers got. Kawhi and Paul George, they took on the KD Warriors and won two games. They just played hard. That was with Lou Williams and all those dudes. They had like a a B-minus team, and they just played hard. They grinded. It was the same thing last season with the Nets. And, And the thing with the Clippers is when you talk about identity and and the reason it didn't work for them was because their identity was was held by Beverly, uh, Montrez, Lou Williams. These are all bench players. These are all guys who came off the bench. They had the best bench in the NBA. What you can't do is in the playoffs win having your bench better than your 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 starting guys. It just doesn't work. That's too much pressure to put on your backups, and that's what happened to them in the playoffs. The Clippers in the playoffs 
they needed Montrez to come in and, and get 25 points. They needed Lou Williams to come in and get 25. That's 50 points from two guys who don't even start on your team. How would, how would, how can you be successful with that? <laughs> Think about that. You need 50 points from two guys off your bench for you to have a shot. What formula is that? That's a the recipe way, for disaster. Do you need a formula to get Laker fans there? Does LeBron have to say, hey, Voff, no, 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 games no, one and two, please we, support us. Please. No, 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 no. We don't have to do that. We, we have a history of, of, of winning. The, the Brooklyn Nets have never won an NBA championship. They've won an ABA championship. Well, not the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets have won an ABA championship. But Brooklyn has never won anything. It's 17 banners hanging up in the Staples Center. How about also James Harden being the guy with that promotion? The guy who well, just got there? What, what, just got there and just also arrived. wasn't following protocols. So this is for only vaccinated sections, and he's the one that's like, hey, I'll pick up 50%. I thought it was just odd. Get KD, get Kyrie, get somebody like that. I don't know, but uh, it was just an odd deal over there. How about this? They also showed the, the graphic with the game going on right now. Celtics leading the the Nets in the early going of the second quarter. Um, big threes to win a championship in the first season. Mm-hmm. And they just showed like, Jordan, Pippen, yep. Rodman, how many games they had played together. Those guys played 42 games together mm-hmm. the season they won a championship. You've I, got the big three in the with the Nets only playing eight games together. You don't even have James tough. Harden playing tonight, big man. That's tough. Oh, no, he is out there. Yeah, he's out there. No, he's out he's there. The right They're now. out there. They're all, They're all out there. there. Yep. But it's the ninth game they've played this entire season. That's tough, man. I don't care how talented you are. That is difficult to do. That is tough. That's why Brad Stevens is picking them to win. <laughs> <laughs> In spite of that, he's still picking them to win. Nuts. Unbelievable. Crazy. All right, plenty to get to. Coming up next, it's officially a crazy idea. We'll explain. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. 
The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Ah, yes. Hope you're enjoying your Saturday evening. You know what, big man? We talked about it last week. We talked about the possibility of Tim Tebow signing with Jacksonville. It's official now. Embarrassing. And it's... It's embarrassing. Yes, in your opinion, embarrassing. In my opinion, it is a crazy idea. I think it's ridiculous. Go ahead. Before you go on, like I, I got a lot of, you know... People reaching out on Twitter and you know Tebow fans and uh-huh. and you know asking me you know how could I be so hard on Tebow and and they, people they don't understand right so I get a guy he messages me and says you know Tebow won a national champ two national championships he won the Heisman he's a great leader uh-huh. <clears throat> I said. When was the last time Tim Tebow played in the NFL? Oh, uh, what was it? 2012? Yeah, the last time he played an actual NFL game. Yeah. Yeah. 2012. It, it's 2021. <laughs> They're like, but he's a great leader. He'll be great in the locker room. I said, at no point in the history of professional sports, has the 90th player (laughs) on a camp roster been a leader or is expected to lead anybody. And it's always going to be that way. He's got a lot of heart and will. I said, yeah, but he's missing the talent portion of that. Mm -hmm. Everybody in the NFL locker room and training camp has a lot of heart and a lot of will, or they wouldn't be in an NFL training camp. That is a fact. 
And people just refuse. They refuse to listen. Like, look, I don't have a problem with Tebow. Right. Like I don't I'm not anti Tebow. I was hoping he made it as a quarterback. But you can't sit here and tell me that his leadership is important to an NFL locker room. <laughs> I I've never seen anything like it. Just the utter disregard for reason and logic. You could say all of those things that are reasonable, and it doesn't matter to a blind Tebow fanatic that's like, you're wrong, he's a leader. But it's not going to matter when he's not producing. Yeah, it does. Uh, okay. like <laughs> We can't have a conversation if it's going to be like that, you know? And, and look, they, they'll do stuff like this. So they sent me a clip uh, about Kelvin Benjamin trying out for the Giants at tight end. See? Do you have a problem with Kelvin Benjamin doing it? <laughs> I said, okay. I said, here we go. So what position did Kelvin Benjamin play? Wide receiver. Wide receiver. I said, okay. Uh, What does a wide receiver do? Catches the ball. What else? Blocks occasionally. What else? Run routes. Right? Right? All those things. Yep. What What does a tight end do? Same thing. Check, check, check. Okay. What position did Tebow play? Quarterback. What do quarterbacks do? <laughs> Throw the ball, read the defense. Okay. At any moment in any game, is a quarterback required to block, run a route, or catch a ball? No. Hmm. So <laughs> Right so I have to have I have to but I have to break these conversations down like this so as people are answer, answering my singular questions, it starts to resonate. Because once you give it all to them at once, they're, they're just ready to pick it apart. So I just, I need one, I need to walk you through it one step at a time. So as you're answering, it can click. Like you're like, oh, okay, I get it. The last question was, when's the last time Kevin Benjamin played? It wasn't that long ago. It was ago. 2018. When's the last time Tim Tebow played? 2012. Hmm. Right? <laughs> like just in that alone. Yeah. That's enough information for you to be like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I, you I, I would get it. hope. You would hope so. But again, still not a guarantee that someone's gonna say, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I am a little far-fetched on this Tebow thing working out. It typically doesn't go down like that. It is just Teflon. You're throwing logic, and it boom, it just bounces off. It's like someone just whacks their car. You know, the water just doesn't even stick. It's just like it flows right off. Yeah, it's amazing. Like I, I've never seen anything like this. Just the other disregard for logic and reason. But like when we're saying all these things, big man. What I hate the most is, oh, you're anti-Tebow. You hate him. What do you have against Tebow? Why are you offended by this? Nothing. It's nothing like that. It's just not going to work. That's all. I don't have anything against the guy. How could you? He's a great dude. I believe his heart and toughness will win him the third tight end spot. That's These these are the messages I'm getting. (laughs) And you know what my reply to that was? That's not how the NFL works. Yeah. No one would be cut if it did. We'd all make the team. 
if all it took was our heart and our toughness to be third string. That's right. It what do- other? It just, Go ahead. It, it just doesn't. And and it's hard for me to. It's hard for me to. To to quantify it for people because it's such a unique situation. It's such a a rarefied air to actually be even invited into training camp, let alone make a team. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how hard it was to make an NFL team until I retired and watched Hard Knocks. That's God's honest truth. I didn't realize it because I was in it. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm just, it's my job. I'm going to work every year in training camp fighting for it, no matter if I was a starter or not. I always took the approach of I'm, I'm fighting for my, my, my position. Mm-hmm. Not until I retired and watched Hard Knocks was I like, man, how the hell did I make it so long? <laughs> because it's so, if you listen to the way the coaches and the scouts and the GMs talk about players, there's no emotion there. Right? There's no emotion. And it could be one play. It could be one practice. It could be one thing. And they're like, ah, okay, we're going to go with the other guy. Or, you know, we need more of that position, so we're going to get rid of that. Like, it's so, it's such a fine line. But what never comes up is, yeah, this guy isn't talented. He doesn't quite run good routes. He doesn't have the hands. But he's spirited he's you know he has leadership abilities we're going to pick him over the guy who actually can catch and run and and block no that you don't have spots to waste no now it's it's crazy it's gotten to this point but to go to the next realm of craziness, which is making the team for everything you're explaining. Bro, if, no, the, if the Jackson, if Tebow makes the team, then it's not for his football ability. It's because he had the number one selling merchandise in the NFL yeah. since that signing. It's completely, um, uh, it, it, it's, it's not a football play. Right. It's, it's not. And it's just a business, w- which is going to lead yeah. me to believe that the Jacksonville's ha- Jacksonville Jaguars have no idea what they're doing, and they're going to be garbage for quite some time. Uh, I, if hey. those decisions, if you're making those decisions for your team instead of keeping the best talent, then you do, you have no business in this right. business. Like that's uh, that's the God's honest truth. It is the truth. It's absolutely the case. I'm Brian No, he's he from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. One other layer on this. I wanted to run it by you. I'm curious what you think about it. Because there's been a lot made about this being white privilege. I hear this quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And my take on it is this. There are examples of white privilege in this country. This is not one of them. This is nothing but Urban Meyer under the false impression that he can recreate some magic of the past. You see this all the time. How many times have the Raiders tried to recreate the vertical passing attack with Cliff Branch? It's like, you run a 4-3, sign him up. Let's let's draft him. Let's recreate the magic of the past. You had Steve Spurrier when he coached in the NFL. He signed a bunch of ex-Florida players trying to recreate the magic of the past. That's what Urban Meyer is trying to do. He's trying to look at a guy and say, hey, he was a leader. Hopefully we can... Uh, 
reestablish this on our team. He's doing the same thing with Travis Etienne, trying to slot him into a hybrid role. That's the Percy Harvin role that he had at Florida. That's what's going on here. This is not Urban Meyer looking at the roster and saying, we need more white guys. Oh, Tebow, he's white. Perfect. Sign him up. That's not what it is. This is not an example of white privilege. And I don't think when people say white privilege, I don't think they're saying, okay, Urban Myers is like, let's get uh, another white guy in here. What they're saying is the opportunity, right? The opportunity seems to be because of white privilege, because there's a myriad of African-American, like the one we're all thinking about right now, right? When you when you think of something like this, it was is obviously Colin Kaepernick, right? Obviously, both quarterbacks. Um, one was actually a you know a, a pretty decent quarterback. The other one is not, and they just pull Tebow out of the farm league of the Mets and give him an opportunity. Not so much that oh we got to get more white guys in here. It's it's not that. It's just having. The opportunity. Like, I don't even know if football was on Tebow's mind. You know what I mean? Like, Urban Myers probably called him and was like, hey, you, how about you, you think about, you know, coming back and, and playing tight end? That's what they mean by the, the privilege of it, right? It just so happens Urban Myers white, Tebow's white. That opportunity has presented itself. Right, but that's like, to me, it's why is that opportunity presenting itself. For anyone who says it's white privilege and you call him and say, so Tebow, Urban Meyer's looking at the roster like, we need white guys here. And it's like, no, 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 no. It's, no, no, it's no, the not opportunity. white guys. It's, okay, it's well, then, just a relationship. Yeah, that, it's a relationship. Absolutely it is. Right. And, and, and it's and, the and, false impression that you can recreate the magic of the past, which is ridiculous. It's, right. It's like, not going to happen Like, they'd time. be better off offering Vernon Davis, who just retired. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, you know he can make the team. Right, like you know, Vernon Davis can come out and 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 give and be serviceable. I, I right? know for a fact he could give more than Tebow can, and so I think that's what people are saying. Okay, so why Tebow? Right, that's the privilege people are talking. Like it's like that makes no sense. It's it makes no sense. It's but like, it's the relationship it's, it, that those two have. Exactly. Yes. Exactly, and those relationships happen because of. Right. So if I'm a GM and I say, hey, I want to I'm an African-American GM and I go to the owner and I say, hey, I want to bring back a guy who hasn't played football in nine years or eight years at a completely different position. What do you think the GM would say to me? Like, honestly, I I think he would say, what are you talking about right now? Are you nuts? Yeah. But I also think this too. So that's you, there's the disconnect, right? Like, sure. and, and we don't know if that's. It just seems. What I'm saying is, it seems like that because it's so unheard of. It's like no one would ever. I would never be able to get away with that. Like Rick Smith at the, when he was at the the Texans, he would never be able to get away with with bringing a guy who's been out of football for eight years at another. It, it's not. You get fired. And this just went through without a hitch. It was just like, hey, I was thinking about this. And next thing you know, they're selling his merchandise in the the, the NFL store already. 
Well, and you know that's part of the reason why he's getting an opportunity. Of course. And, that's like, the privilege people are talking about. Like, because oh, there's a million players out there like, yo, wait, what? Well, not all those million players have a relationship you're with right. a coach like you're, Urban Meyer. You're right. You're right. That's and why the fact we get that away. Urban, and the fact yeah. that Urban Meyer was allowed to do that. Right, that's now we're getting into it, right? Like, how was he even allowed to do that? Okay, but again, that's the difference to me between white privilege and some other type of privilege that you're talking about. African American GMs know they could never go in there and do that because that their job would be on the line. What if like, there's an African American? We know we can't get, we can't, we know let's, we can't let's get keep away it with, with a head that. coach. Let's keep it with a, a head coach because that's what Urban Meyer is. That's his guy, Tim Tebow's former guy. So let's say there's an African American head coach. He had great success in the college ranks, won three national championships, highly sought off after as an NFL head coach. Now, all of a sudden, he's getting, he, got, he got the gig, and he's got this great relationship with this uber-popular player who won two championships and a Heisman Trophy, and he says, eh, let's try him at a different position. We can sell some jerseys at the very least. I'm supposed to believe there's like no way, no chance, no how. I need it all. Equal all across the board except except skin color. I, look, it's not going. I would. Uh, uh, I'm telling you, there's so few African American GMs. There's a certain like you know you can't do or get away with things like that. You know it, because when it turns out in a disaster, which it will, uh, it will absolutely it will. The, your neck is on the line. But keep Urban, it as Meyer, a head coach. Urban Meyer is going to be fine. He's going to be locked yeah. in. He's going to be. This is a disaster. This is not going to work. Okay, so you're looking at it with Trent Baalke, the uh, yeah, like Kevin Sumlin couldn't be the head coach of 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 the of the Jaguars and do something like this. It's not going to happen. Look at it with the Dolphins. I'll throw, actually, let's let's bring this back up. I think the Dolphins would be a, an interesting uh, example with this discussion here. Right? We'll look at it from that point of view. Could you possibly see this ever happening if it was a, a little bit of a different scenario? So we'll do that coming up next. Also, a uh, head coach backtracking. Do you buy what he's selling over here? I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Brian No, he's E from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes, 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Have you gotten any crazy Tebow tweets since we started talking about that? Uh, let me look. Let me just pull this up, man. You know, I try to stay off Twitter. People crazy. If a black coach and GM brings in a black player, is that black privilege? Would you be okay with that being the assumption? See, now, when we when we talk about white privilege, you know, people think you're being racist. And I was just having a conversation with Lee, who's white, and <laughs> white privilege doesn't mean you're racist. Right. It doesn't mean people, white people in this country benefit from white privilege every day and don't even know it. They, they don't even know it. Because the system had been set up. For that, I mean, that's what everyone that's what the. That's what everything was about. Right. The fact that we both live in the same country, me and you, Brian, we have the same job. Mm-hmm. But. I'm looked at differently in the eyes of people with authority. That's just what it is. If you get pulled over for the same thing I get pulled over for, if you cuss at the police officer, what's going to happen to you? Right. Yeah. I, honestly, if you cuss at the officer who's pulling you over, you'll get a ticket. If I cuss at the officer who pulls me over, same officer, his response will be different. Now, these are hypotheticals, and I'm just going off a history that I've experienced myself, okay? And so that's—you're not racist, B. You didn't—like, right? you just, like, why are you pulling me over? <laughs> right? But you benefit from what? Being? Your skin color. That's, Absolutely. Just, that's what it is. That that does exist. And that's why I preface this whole thing with, yeah, there are numerous examples of white privilege being the case. 
But Tim Tebow getting a camp invite or signing his deal is not that. that we could come up with a ton of examples. No, where, what, yeah, what, what, people, I, what like, I was saying was the fact that Urban Myers, once again, what was one of the first things he did when he got the job? He hired his buddy, who was what? Right. What was his buddy? Chris Doyle. Well, right. I mean, okay. Right. <laughs> we we I, knew. We talked about it on the show. Like, how could you even think to do that? That that was going right. to be okay. Do you know why? Well, that was a stupid idea. But and do you know why he felt he can get he can get away with that? He because he's Urban Meyer and he's won three titles and he's brand new. That's why he thought it would be okay. Yeah, but the fact that he has lived and grown and won and worked in this society that garners him privilege, right? We just talked about the, the, the individual privilege in, in the case of both of us getting pulled over. That, that's just one aspect of it. it that goes from any job you want to do, coaching being one of them. Right? That's why there are very few African-American head coaches, very few African-American uh, GMs. That's the privilege. The fact that you have been able to be successful in a system and in a way to where you feel that you can bring somebody, you can hire them to the NFL who's had a history because he's your friend, who's had a history like he's had, and you think it's okay. Like, what, what's the big deal? Well, that was a stupid idea. But I trace it back to something different. I, I don't trace it back to privilege. Like, let's go into the season. What if Urban Meyer makes a stupid coaching decision? What if uh, the Jags are leading? Let's say they've got a lead by 10 points and he calls a passing play and it's like, and it backfires. Uh, Trevor Lawrence throws a pick six. They go on to lose the game. If we're like, dude, what the hell were you doing? It's just because it was a bad call. It's not because he grew up in a world of privilege, you know? Not everything traces back to privilege. Sometimes bad ideas are just bad ideas. And and, and the funny thing is, like, I mentioned Colin Kaepernick one time. Did any moment did I say Colin Kaepernick should be in the league or he deserves it? No. That ship has sailed, right? I used it as an example of someone who actually played quarterback and was in the league, you know, less uh, less than eight years ago, right? I just use that as an example, just like we use Kelvin Benjamin as an example. He's no longer a wide receiver. He's trying to be a tight end to extend his NFL career. He's only been out of the league for three years. Tim, Timbo, Tim Tebow's been out of the league for eight years, almost nine years, trying to play a position that aren't comparable to each other at all. Uh, it's crazy. But I the, use the, that, and then, you know, the replies on Twitter are, oh, it's, uh, uh, stop race baiting, and, and Tim Tebow won two championships with Urban Myers, not a million guys like Tebow, all lives matter, quit playing yeah. the race card. Like, just off of that simple statement, you get people going down these rabbit holes. Tim Tebow won two national championships. When? Please tell me the date. The year and the date that Tim Tebow won these championship national championships. Does anybody know offhand? A long time ago. We're talking, you know. Did he win I, Super Bowls or did he win college championships? Well, sure. Yeah, this is all the success he's had is in college. 06, 08. 
How does that correlate to anything going on in the NFL in 2021? <laughs> it doesn't. How, I'm talking about please right. make it make it make it make sense to it me. It doesn't make sense. That's the whole thing, but where where we splinter off is we're we're, we're together. Like we're on a team. We're tag team partners yes. like we're in WWE. Like this is just ridiculous. Yeah. It makes no sense whatsoever. Where we splinter off a little bit is when it comes to the privilege. Like, how did this go through? That's where I look at it and I say, it's just a silly idea. Yeah, but, it's not but, realistic whatsoever the, thinking the, the this privilege, could possibly work but out. But the privilege is being able and having the balls to actually do it. That's the privilege because he's never had to be under that scrutiny. That's what I'm talking about. The scrutiny African-American coaches deal with. You have to almost be perfect, especially new coaches coming from college to the NFL. That's what I'm talking about. I hear you, but I think it's different because all things have to be equal outside of skin color, right? If we're doing this white privilege thing, I need a black head coach who has three national championships, Mm -hmm. who has the the resume Urban Meyer has to a T. Yes. He gets a brand new job in the NFL. He had this player who won two championships while he was there, won a Heisman Trophy. He is uber popular. It's his first year on the job. And I'm supposed to believe if he goes to the GM and says, hey, yo, there's this guy. I I, I want to sign him. Well, let's get him in camp. The worst thing that happens, he doesn't make the team. Who cares? I'm supposed to believe that nope, 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 that's just it's too much of a chance. So it's it's totally different with black a black head coach and a black you, star. Pla- you, I don't believe that. You answered your own thing. You said everything has to be the same, right? Mm-hmm. How many black head coaches have won national championships in college football? Well, that's the pr- well. Look, now we get down to that whole thing where but, there but needs to be more I, black is, head but coaches. But this is what I'm talking about, right? But that's what I'm saying too. It's so not just skin color. It's not just it's opportunity. That's what we're talking about. The opportunity to do something like that, right? To be able to have a losing season and and right, like it's the opportunity that presents itself. Right. And what you do with that opportunity moving forward and being judged equally when given said opportunity. That's the privileged part of it, because it's look, I'm not saying anything. Anyone with 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 a mind and and, and, and aware and conscious uh, doesn't know about opportunities for African-American head coaches in football and in, in the NFL and college. This is. This is this is a topic that's that's been going on for decades, right? I'm not bringing, I'm not shining a light on something that people don't know about, right? There's less opportunities for African Americans as head coaches in 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 both leagues, college no and in the pros. So Absolutely. that's what I'm talking about. So when you say, "Give me a black head coach with the same record as Urban Myers," show me a, a level playing field with okay. opportunities. Okay, well, let's take let's look at white head coaches. Do I think that say Matt Rule going over to the Carolina Panthers who had some success in the college ranks, he didn't win 3 titles. He's not nearly as well decorated as Urban Meyer. Do you think that Matt Rule could get away with doing something like this? 
There are a lot of white head coaches that don't have the resume of Urban Meyer. That's why it gets to resume. It's not just color skin or skin of your color. My goodness, me, I can't speak. What are you talking the about? Color of your color. skin, and it's like I'm white. It's all good. Like it doesn't work like that. Do you you know uh, there's a, a member of our team who is white, but when you talk about privilege. It's our privilege <laughs> okay. to have him part yeah. of our team. And that's one Stephen P. P. <laughs> DeSager. <laughs> He's a professional. Don't try this at home. Boy, don't try this at home. You, 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 don't try it at home. By the way, Cardinal fan, Albert Pujols with an RBI single for the Dodgers. They take a 5-1 lead at the Giants in the top of the eighth. I believe the Cardinals are visiting Dodger Stadium in the next week or two, just for the record. Go Cards! You and I, Roberto, mortal enemies that week. And do Cheating you know, Cardinals. <laughs> on Fox TV, this is regional coverage tonight. Okay, so we got the Dodgers ahead in the eighth. And by the way, starter... Walker Bueller, great again. Not only seven great innings, but 105 pitches thrown. And the way they left last night's starter, Trevor Bauer, in, who knows? Maybe Bueller's not done. But the Cardinals are hosting the Cubs and Yadier Molina homers in the bottom of the seventh for a 2 1 lead. They go to the eighth inning now, 2 1 St. Louis over the rival Cubs. The other game that's in regional coverage is the Red Sox lead 4-2 at Philadelphia in the top of the seventh. Mariners are tied 1-1 at the Padres top of the third. More on the Mariners in a couple minutes. We'll start with the uh, NBA before we get to Phil Mickelson. NBA playoff openers. There are a couple tonight. Right now it's halftime at Brooklyn. And the Celtics lead game one at the break, 53-47. The Brooklyn Nets from three-point range are one for 13. The Celtics from long distance, nine for 17. The late game will be Portland at Denver about an hour from now. Dallas beat the Clippers 113-103. Luka Doncic, a triple-double. In the last three minutes, the Mavs outscored the Clips 13-3. Milwaukee in overtime defeated Miami 109-107 on a last-second jumper from Chris Middleton. He had 27 points. Milwaukee's arena up to 50% capacity, about 9,000 fans today. The Heat will have a capacity of 17,000, they say, for their home playoff games. Speaking of capacity, the Dodgers, Angels, Padres all announced last night they're back to full capacity for fans in mid-June when California reopens. In the NHL, it's now Toronto 4-1 over Montreal with four minutes to go. At late second period, Vegas now a 3-0 leader at Minnesota. Tampa Bay's ahead in its first round series, three games to one after whipping Florida 6-2. to two, And the Islanders have tied Pittsburgh two games apiece after beating the Penguins 4-1. to one. Now, Phil Mickelson, at age 50, would become the oldest to ever win a major. He is leading the PGA Championship still by one stroke, briefly led by five early in today's round. Brooks Kepka is one back. Louis Oosthuizen, two back. Masters champ Hideki Matsuyama shot 76 today and fell to a tie for 23rd. Rory McIlroy shot 74. He's tied for 51st place at five over par. Today in baseball, Yankees won their fifth in a row. Atlanta and Miami with wins. Cleveland got a 10th inning homer to win. You guys had briefly mentioned the Seattle Mariners situation. And because it's the Mariners, I think people may not know about it this weekend. But the Mariners yesterday had to put four pitchers on the COVID list. They're dealing with 
one potential positive test and the rest with contact tracing. But as the manager said, it is concerning. There's no question about it. COVID is real. He said before yesterday's game to start the series in San Diego that, yes, guys can make their own decisions on getting vaccinated or not, but they do need to realize that their decisions have effects on other people. And so they have had to call up a number of people just to start this weekend series, Mm. especially out of the pen. The Mariners are one of the big league teams that has yet to reach the 85% vaccination threshold for the so-called tier one employees like players. And the general manager had said this past week to the uh, athletic, I'm disappointed. Essentially, we're playing with fire with this because the rules are in baseball, even... If you're not the one who tested positive, if you're not a vaccinated player and you're part of the contact tracing, guess what? Minimum seven days you are out, even if you test negative. And so while in downtown San Diego, the Mariners are playing this weekend series, guess what? When the weekend series is over, the rest of the team is leaving and continuing the road trip. You might be aware there's a hotel literally right next door to the Padres ballpark. There's a walkway that goes from the hotel to the ballpark. These four guys are staying in their rooms all weekend and for seven days at least and going to stay there in downtown into next week while the team leaves town. That's the ramifications of all of this. The Mariners are one of the problem teams as far as getting up to that threshold. Back to you. By the way, I like watching KD play defense, big man. He's one of the Nets players who actually does it. Well, yeah, he he dealt with a lot of criticism in his – early in his career about being a complete player. And he, to his credit, you know, he's taking that challenge. And we saw that a lot in, in in Golden State when he went to the Warriors. He decided that he was going to put the effort uh, on defense, Clay Thompson as, as well. And that's why they were as formidable as they were. Not only just his, um, his offensive acumen, but it just his defensive attempt. Right, like he's seven feet tall. Put your put your hand up. Deflect. I say I say KD is the most important Nets player. Oh, without because he plays both both ends. Right, without a doubt, he's the only of the three who plays both ends. Yes, he's the only one. (laughs) You could make an argument for Harden because he's running the show. He's running point. But when you don't bring it on the defensive end, even close to how KD does, I got to go with KD as their most important player. Yeah, they've got they're gonna have to get some stops in the playoffs. They can't just out offense everybody. Yeah, because they could they still have a chance of coming out of the East if one if either James or Kyrie aren't there. But if KD's not there, it's no shot. Yeah, it's no shot, and that's that that's that's real. That's real talk. I like it. And we got and, a lot and, more and, to do, and, and we do. And just to just to be clear. Uh-huh. Right. White Americans, and I'm not saying all, but some get very agitated when you bring up white privilege. I'm not saying that was you. I'm just responding off, you know, some of the, right, right. the tweets and stuff. They get very agitated. They it's uncomfortable for them because they think it's alluding to the fact that they may be racist or that's not what that is. White privilege is just benefiting in a system that was built for you to benefit in. That's all it is. That's it. There's no argument about that. And the system being the American culture, there's no argument. I mean, you can't, I mean, there was a civil rights movement for a reason, <laughs> right? There was slavery. 
There was the abolishment of slavery. There was a civil war. So when you when you try to start arguing white privilege, just go look at history. Well, that's the whole thing. That's where we get into a discussion. If anybody sits there and says white privilege is never a thing, that that's just well, that's, factually wrong. But that's the sentiment because they feel like if they benefited in white privilege at any time in their lives, that they're copping to being racist. What it's, I said no, was, yeah. you can benefit from white privilege and not even know you're benefiting from well, it. Absolutely, because that yes. is your life. But it's turning into there are so many examples that are misapplied. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. That's when we get into oh, Tebow's getting a job because of white privilege. No, the hell he isn't. It's a stupid statement. They're, he's not on a roster because he's white. And Urban Meyer said, we need more white guys over here. That never happened. And, and I, that's what and drives I, people crazy yeah, when it's I, misapplied I, I, like I was that. trying to explain to you that's not what they mean by white privilege. It's not that we need more white guys. This white guy is going to hire this white guy. And that's not what that's not what that was meant. And I was trying to explain it to you, but... You know, most of the time you don't listen. You just wait to talk. But that's, that's I, fine. That's fine. I'm just that, that's I'm, I'm, I'm messing. I, I, and, you know, I'm, I'm messing with you, B. We've, we've, and I'll tell you this. We've come a long way, Brian, okay, from when we first started. I'll say that just in how we interact, how we, you know, appreciate each other's ideas and, and, and points and how we argue them. That's right. why this show is good. There you go. All right, coming up next, we got a coach. He is uh, trying to wiggle off the hook. Are you buying the reason that he's given while wiggling? I'm Brian No, He is Ephraim Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so I love this story with Atlanta Hawks interim head coach Nate McMillan. He was fined $25,000, big man. He says his comments were, quote, taken out of context. End quote. So what did he say to get in hot water? Well, this goes back to Wednesday. Of course, the Hawks are facing the Knicks in the first round of the NBA playoffs. So on Wednesday, McMillan said, there's going to be a lot of calls that probably won't go our way. I've gone as far as saying the league wants this. They need this. New York, this is a big market for the league, and New York has been out of the playoffs for a number of years. (laughs) End quote. And so Adam Silver comes out and says, he knows better than this. Come on, Nate's a veteran coach. <laughs> you can't be saying stuff like this. And so Nate comes out, and he's like, my comments were taken out of context. No, man, that's a direct quote. You're saying that New York's going to get the calls because they're New York. You can't call shenanigans and say you were taken out of context. We're directly quoting you, right? Yeah, that is, that is a direct quote. And... um there's no lie there. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. Uh, the NBA is ecstatic that New York Knicks are a, a viable uh, playoff, uh, you know, good candidate, and not even, you know, squeaking in. You know, they had a very impressive record. Um, and I, 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 the league is going to benefit. Look, the Lakers, Celtics, and Knicks are in the playoffs. I mean, that's the old days, right? Yeah. That's oh, the yeah. old days. I thought it made all the sense in the world for Nate to say this initially. It's the cost of doing business. What's $25,000? Nothing. Right. Nothing. So to- if you say, oh, we might not get the calls, 
This is like Phil Jackson. He always negotiated with the refs through the media. Yes. And it's the cost of doing business. I like that he put it out there. I, I hate that he took it back. And on top of it said his comments were taken out of context. It's like, just say it with your chest. Say, I said it. Or, or just let it be. Because it's going to benefit him. Yeah. Now, right, the officials will be, you know, very cognizant of how this game is called. Because the world is looking. Right? That's why I thought it was smart to put it out Absolutely. There. It's not smart to take it back. I would love to know the conversations behind the scenes because I would bet that someone very high in the league office contacted Nate McMillan and said, dude, what are you doing to us? We got you know, gambling is getting more and more popular. The last thing we want is for conspiracy theories that things aren't on the up and up. <laughs> Right? Like, help us out over here. Uh, I would imagine, I would assume something like that did take place. Because it just doesn't make sense for Nate McMillan to reverse course and go to the extent of saying, my comments were taken out of context. I just don't think he does a 180 like that just no, because no, he no. was I mean, Well, you have to. You pay the fine. You say the statement. But the statement's out there. Yeah. It's there. You just let it be. You got to ride with it. Yeah, but for it to be a 180, I I would imagine there was a, a conversation behind the scenes. You know, by the way, before we get to the top of the hour here, big man, I just want to say Evan Fournier of the Boston Celtics, he's the new school Alex Caruso. You know how Caruso had the the balding hair, yeah. you know? Yeah. Caruso, he's taking it down. And he's got a monstrous headband. We need Fournier to go down that road. We either need him to go bald or go monstrous headband and hide that thing, man. It's bad right here. <laughs> Is he not? Every time I see his hair, I, I'm like, that's how Caruso used to be. Just got to let it go. Yeah. All right, coming up next. The top five players with the most at stake in the NBA playoffs. We compare notes. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I have in front of me, big man, I have a list of players in the NBA postseason with the most at stake. I believe it can't be argued with, but uh, of course, some people can make a well-reasoned argument. I'm going to give you my list over here, and I want you to tell me if you would swap the order with any of these players, okay? Most at stake, most on the line, right? What's to gain? If they went, what's to lose if they fall short? All of those things. Now, I'll go rapid fire here, big man, because I don't want to bogart the airtime. So I'll go quickly. First off, honorable mention. Most at stake, I'd go Nikola Jokic. He's going to win MVP, as he should. It's never a great look if the MVP gets bounced in the first round. And the Nuggets might against the Blazers. But I don't think he's going to get just crushed. This isn't Dirk. Losing to the Warriors as a one seed. Remember when Dallas did that? They don't have Jamal Murray. I don't think he would get crushed if they don't win even a first-round series. So I would go honorable mention with with Jokic. You with me so far on that one? What do you think about that? Yeah, okay. You good with that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Most at stake moving forward. Number five on the list. I go Kawhi. We're starting to question his leadership ability. If you lose again... Now we're really crushing you. And then also when you're orchestrating your path, if that doesn't work out, we're going to line up and there's going to be negative city. And also the load management when you're taking a bunch of games off and then it doesn't pay dividends in the postseason, we're probably going to beat you up for that too. So I think Kawhi should be on the list. I'm going to put him at fifth. Number four on the list, I'm going to go with your boy LeBron. Now he's chasing Jordan, the GOAT debate, all of that. So winning another ring is huge for LeBron. The reason I don't slot him higher is because it's not as if his legacy is kaput if he doesn't win a championship this season. He still is a four-time MVP, four-time champion. So he's got some cushion to fall on if he doesn't win a championship. Number three, I go Giannis. Most at stake, two-time MVP. It is time. It is go time. We need team success. And if he doesn't get it, he's going to get crushed. Number two, I'm going to go James Harden. If the Nets don't win at all, has a really bad look for Harden, who forced his way out of Houston, is the one guy of the big three that doesn't have a championship. And of course, if he falters while the Nets are getting bounced, that's going to be really bad for him. Number one on the list, most at stake, I go Paul George. Paul George easily has the worst playoff reputation of any star player by miles. And if they falter again, he most likely will have a hand in it and he will be crushed 
and most likely deservedly so. Because nobody else, we don't roll our eyes and go, playoff hardened, right? We don't do that with anybody to the same extent that we do with Paul George. I think he has the most at stake. What do you think about that list? Big I, I do think Paul George has the most at stake. Um, the pressures on him to just be good in the playoffs are great, which was evident by his first half today. I think he started off one for eight, one for nine. Like, it, you can see it affecting him, which doesn't bode well for him, his legacy, or the Clippers. Um, And James Harden has that same stink on him when it mm-hmm. comes to playoffs and performances. And uh, you can be great all year. Lead the league in scoring, MVPs, do all of that. But when it really counts, when it really matters, you don't show up. Over and over again, that becomes your legacy. And those two individuals are fighting those legacies right now because they have not won championships. Yeah, I think it's, you could even include Giannis in that mix. Giannis as well. Yeah. Where we're looking at great regular season success, great individual success. But man, if you wet yourself in the playoffs and the team success just isn't there, you're going to get crushed for it. And rightfully so. That's just the way it goes. Yeah. And I think, you know, to throw an honorable mention in there, not just for players, but I think Steve Kerr. I mean, not Steve Kerr, but um, oh Nash, uh, Steve Nash. Yeah, well, that's a good one. I like that. Right, because you can't have a team like this, and you know, Oof. yeah, right. <laughs> like your first time out the gate, though. Right, no one knew you were going to be a coach. All of a sudden, you're announced as the head coach. You you hit the trifecta. You got these guys. Now, through no fault of your own, they only played together eight eight times this year, which is crazy. Yeah. But as a new coach, not to take this talented bunch and win the championship? Oh, no. Steve Kerr did it. Yeah. And heaven forbid there's a bad coaching decision along the way. Right? Like na- now we're like, okay, if you can't do it with this talent, you're not going to be able to do it with anybody else. That is a a big, big thing for Steve Nash to realize. If they don't get to the finals or even win the East with this talented group, what does that say for the trajectory of his coaching career? Because he's not going, if he plans on being a coach for 20 years, he's not going to have this level of talent elsewhere. Yeah, and really it comes down to how. It's a matter of how. Let's say they make it to the finals and they lose game seven. Right, right. now, Hard fought against the Lakers. Yep. We're not crushing Steve Nash. No, 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 no. Right, but if it's... The second round, and they get bounced. If you don't get out of the coaching east, decision, if oh, you yeah. don't get out of the east, <laughs> there's there's a problem, right? Like, okay, well, a team will move off of you fast, right? If, if I'll say this, if the Brooklyn Nets don't win the East, Steve Nash should be fired. 
One and done? Yep. Hot take. Yep. As management, as a GM, as an owner, how do you convince anybody to bring him back? Tell me. Give me your argument. Well, it comes back to how in my mind. If this is, let's say it's Philly and the Nets in the Eastern Conference Finals. This is Game 7. This is like a Kawhi (laughs) four bouncing off the rim shot. You know, right? Are we firing Nash because of that? No, it, it all it's all a matter of how it goes down in my mind. It, like, if they get bounced in the second round, all of a sudden I'm listening a lot closer. But if it's, it depends on how they go out, Think about is what this. I would say. If they go seven with the Celtics, they... Oh, yeah, they, that's, they, yeah. you got to dust the Celtics. Right, that's, if they go yeah. seven with the Celtics, they squeak out a win and they lose in the second round, bruh, it's, it's over. <laughs> it's over. Yeah, I... We'll just cross that bridge if we get to it. I don't think we're getting there with the Nets. If we do, then yeah, I hear you. I just don't think that's the way it's going to go down with them. But you get it, right? Like, oh, yeah. That, that, like you're setting a precedent for yourself that you, you're not going to be able to come back from. You can't do it with this group. You can't do it. And it's it's not the same thing, but it's close. Doc, Doc Rivers only got one year with the Clippers with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Mm-hmm. And he was gone. Now, that wasn't his only year with the Clippers, but that was his only year with the star-studded Clippers, right? Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, <laughs> there are. There are some franchises that get itchy trigger fingers. Now, Doc had stars. Now, remember, he had Chris Paul and Blake. and That's true. That, right? that was the previous. This was yeah, the second go-around. That was a live yeah. city. They were supposed to do it. They were supposed to do it. Man, I'll tell you what, for Nash to get fired, it would take you know, a gentleman sweep in round two or losing to the Celtics in round one for that to realistically be on the table. I just don't see them doing that. How far do you have the Nets going, by the way? What's your prediction for them? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like I, I don't know who they are. I really don't. I don't know who they are. It, it, it's such a hard team. Because you can make a great argument either way. It's like they've got a big three. Who else does? No one. <laughs> right? But they don't play defense, and they've played eight games together. So you can make a great argument either way. I think I've got them winning the title, big man. I've got them winning it all. But no. you can make a well-reasoned argument that they won't even come close to doing that. Yeah, I don't think they're winning it all. I don't think they play together long enough. Because the, f- the further they go, the tougher these games are going to get. And once they get to the, the West, whoever comes out of the West, that's going to be a dogfight. I was thinking about this, too. Let me throw it out at you. I'm Brian Though He's E from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. The best and worst case when it comes to who wins the championship. Now, try to take your rooting allegiance out of it. I do. I, a I, little normally, bit, right? I, I try to. I, I know, but... Like, if you're a Lakers fan, of course you're going to say, best case is Lakers win it all, right? Of course. Like, kind of put that to the side. Just think of the aftermath. If the Clippers win it, we have to hear a bunch of, oh, it's because of load management. This is the way of the future. And I I don't want to hear that, right? If the Nets win, do we go back to the era of super teams? Are there teams trying to get three stars like the Nets have? I don't want that to be the outcome. 
Lakers, I'm good on the MJ LeBron debates. You know, I've had about six million of them. I don't need any more. And you're going to get a heavy dose of that if the Lakers win it all. What do you think would be the worst case scenario just in terms of what would follow if one certain team won it all? Um, for me, the worst case scenario will be the Clippers. Yes. <laughs> Understood. You live in L.A. I just can't. I can't because they're in the mind of Clipper fans. Their one championship <laughs> surpasses all 17 of the Lakers, <laughs> which is irrational. Right. Yeah. It makes no sense whatsoever. I got to be honest with you. I'm a little torn about the Clippers because on one hand, just to watch the theater play out. <laughs> you, you, it'd be good you know, theater, right? Of course. Clipper of course. fans just driving Laker fans insane. Ugh. Would be a great soap opera to watch if you don't have a dog in the fight. Be terrible. But I don't want to hear all this stuff about load management, and that's why Kawhi takes a bunch of games off, and that's why your star player needs to do the same thing. I don't want to go down that road at all. No. That's a terrible road to be on. (laughs) It's a hideous road. (laughs) It really is. All right, plenty more to get to. Coming up next, uh, the more you accomplish, the more you get away with. Also, one team picking up the tab and the other team benefiting. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Brian No, He's from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. For a hot water that never runs out, go tankless with Navian. Navian tankless water heaters provide endless hot water for spotlight comfort. Visit tanklessmadesimple.com and save hundreds with local rebates. Tanklessmadesimple.com. How about the Celtics actually hanging tough? Only down by five, about six minutes to go. Respectable effort. Oh, yeah, they playing now. They ball. No Jalen Brown. No Jalen right? Brown. That's a big, that's big loss. That's a huge loss. That would that would help your fire Nash stance if the Celtics were to win the series with oh. no Jalen Brown. Oh, it was it's, it's over. I mean, the next day he's gone. <laughs> the next day he's gone. What's your prediction in this series? You have it as a sweep? No, sweep? I I think um I think uh Brooklyn in, in, in five. Okay. You go gentlemen's. Gentlemen's sweep. Yeah. Brooklyn in five. I'm going to go four. I'm going to go straight sweep in this one. No, I think they'll be able to pull one out at home. You might be right. Brooklyn's goofy enough where. Yeah. I, I think they'll, <laughs> uh, they'll <laughs> I think they'll be able to pull one out at home. Yeah. They could just yawn their way to a loss easily in this mm-hmm. one. We mentioned this. We called it. it was a couple of weeks ago when Albert Pujols signed with the Dodgers. We weren't saying Pujols is going to be the same guy he was in St. Louis where he's averaging a batting average of 300, 30 home runs, 100 RBIs. He's not that guy anymore, but how annoying would it be to Angels fans who are still paying the bulk of his $30 million salary this season? They're paying him close to 30 mil, and they released him. You've got Albert Pujols latching on with the Dodgers. The Dodgers are paying him $420,000. $420,000. And oh, by the way, what do you know? Albert Pujols is performing better with the Dodgers. Not star-studded, right? He's not crushing it, but at least he's doing better than he was with the Angels. RBI, the Angels, RBI singles, man. That's all we need. That's all they need. Yeah. RBI singles. And he had one today, yep. right? Had they don't hit, need had home RBI. runs. They don't need doubles. RBI singles is more than enough. That's got to drive Angels fans crazy. Every fan can relate to that. It stinks when your team (laughs) is paying a guy top dollar. He isn't doing anything for you. He leaves, goes somewhere else, and then is more productive. It's the worst. Yeah, I mean, it makes you sick as a fan, right? Like, it's like, come on. Don't do that. And don't go to, you know. Crosstown rivals, right? Like, right, I, yeah. I hate that Rondo's on the Clippers. Yeah. Right? Just like Clipper oh, yeah. fans hate that Montrez is on the Lakers. That's right, yeah. Like, you hate that. You want to see them fail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're bitter as a fan. Yeah, we get of it. Course. That's how it goes. Yeah. As I, if we're being honest here, if you break up with someone, unless you are in a really good situation yourself, it's not the greatest news ever that they're doing awesome, you know? Oh, yeah, I met somebody else. Things are absolutely great, much better than they were with you, right? Like, that just stinks. And divorce and breakups and all of that. Yes. You hate it. 
Right. You leave a team, they go to the Super Bowl. Right? Like, you you hate it. It is. Yeah, it's petty, but so what? (laughs) That's that's how it goes, It's human. Yes. Right? It's human nature. Nobody wants to see their ex-girlfriend looking good and with the guy who has got more going on than you. I know it. I know. You might... Might not want her to be miserable. But you don't want her to be excellent. Yeah, you don't want her to be elated every day of her life. Like, you know? oh, no, I, just... I wish her the best. Do you? <laughs> Do you? To a point, right? To a degree. And then it's just, we're piling on at this point if everything's great, you know? I, I wanted to bring this back in because I was uh, thinking a little bit more about it. With Urban Meyer and with Tim Tebow, Tebow is officially a member of the Jacksonville Jaguars right now. Um, to recap, both you and I think it's absurd. He's not going to make the team. He's not going to make a difference. Although he was an excellent leader, one of the best ever in college football. That was in college. You're not following the lead of the 90th guy on your roster. That's just, that's indisputable. Where you and I differ a little bit is this notion of white privilege. And I was just thinking about this with Urban Meyer. If you look at his credentials, that's what gets him a longer leash to make crazy moves like this. Do you think, honestly, that Brandon Staley, he's the new head coach with the Los Angeles Chargers, do you think they're allowing him to do what Urban Meyer is doing with Tebow or Nick Sirianni in Philly or kneecap biter Dan Campbell in Detroit? Do you think they're allowing Dan Campbell to do the same thing Urban Meyer just did with Tebow? There's no way. And so the point is, with Urban Meyer having three championships and having this well-decorated resume, that allows him to get away with more stuff. And you just go along with, all right, Urban wants to do this. We'll, we'll do it. Like, it's not happening with other dudes that are the same skin color. I, 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 think, um, I think it's a bad move. I think it's a waste of a roster spot or a waste of an opportunity mm-hmm. for someone who actually can help him. And I think um, there have been a, a series of decisions made by Urban Meyer that don't make sense to me. And that lends to, you know, he he obviously is, you know, playing to the tune of his own drum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unaware. You get no argument from me as far as that goes. He's lacking foresight. I completely question his decision-making ability with bringing on Chris Doyle. You had to know that was never going to fly. And also with Tebow, I just... doesn't make sense to me. (laughs) I would question his judgment for sure. So, all we can do is see how this thing plays out. I... You know, have a feeling how it's going to play out. <laughs> we know how it's going to play out. But, you know, you know I don't know how yeah. Tim Tebow helps your team. You're the worst team in the league. I don't know how signing Tim Tebow helps your team. I don't know how the notion of signing Tim Tebow helps your team. I don't know how you have the gall to yeah. even want to sign Tim Tebow or even to approach the GM and ownership to sign. Like, I don't. Like, to me, that's ridiculous. 
I agree. You're I think it's completely about ridiculous. the wrong thing. I would put all my eggs in the Trevor Lawrence basket. Let's sign. Let's sell Lawrence jerseys. You know, like, there's an expiration date with Debow. You're going to make the roster and be productive and be a leader. And all. you're just not being realistic here. You're not being honest with yourself. So why are you investing in that? Invest in Trevor Lawrence. Put all the eggs in that basket. He's the guy with ability here. Yeah, so, I mean, they're a dumpster fire. <laughs> they're still a dumpster fire. And the only way you can not be a dumpster fire is to put the fire out. It was the best comment you made on this whole thing because someone was hitting us up and like, well, tight end is their weakest position. <laughs> you go, it still is. Still. <laughs> so it's like the- it still is. Healthy. Like, literally, it still is. It actually <laughs> got worse. It's right. That's and, right. And, yeah. and, and people think I'm coming from a place of hatred for Tim no, Tebow. No, it's not, man. It's not. Yeah. I played professional sports. I was on an NFL roster for 13 years. I know how valuable a spot is. I know how valuable an invitation to training camp or mini camp is. I know how important depth is. Yeah. So that's where I'm speaking from. Sure. And you know this, NFL rosters are littered with undrafted free agents. Yeah, seventh. I'm a seventh round draft pick, undrafted free agent. Guys who... Or, or would do anything, right? I promise you. Tebow didn't call Urban Meyer and say, "Hey, can I come?" I, I, look, I, I don't, I don't even know where it came from. But the fact that it's there, that's the thing that bothers me. Because what are you doing? Like literally, what are you doing? You know, to put a, a happy spin on this, someone who is here. That doesn't bother you whatsoever. He actually enhances your life. That would be a friend of America. A man by the name of Steve DeSager. E for enhance. Was that going to be the middle initial this time? (laughs) Yeah, Stephen E. DeSager. That's right. We have about three minutes to go in the NBA playoff opener at Brooklyn, and the Nets lead 94-81 over the Celtics, even though from three-point range, the Nets started 0 for 10 from long distance. You look at the stat sheet tonight. Kevin Durant from three-point range, one for eight. Kyrie Irving, two for eight. James Harden, two for eight. And yet it's a lead of double digits for the home team in game one. Kevin Durant leading the way with 32 points. The late game starts up in roughly 10 minutes with Portland at Denver. Dallas beat the Clippers in a game one in L.A. This was how it sounded on Mavericks radio today. The Mavericks, for the first time since the Western Conference Finals of 2011, have grabbed the first game of a playoff series as they go into Los Angeles and beat the Clippers 113-103. Luka Doncic, a triple-double in including 31 points, and Milwaukee won an overtime against Miami 109-107 on a last-second jumper by Chris Middleton, who had 27 points. In the NHL playoffs, Vegas leads 3-0 at Minnesota, about four minutes left in the game. Earlier wins for Toronto and Tampa 
Tampa Bay. And the Islanders are tied in their first-round series with Pittsburgh two games apiece after beating the Penguins 4-1 to today. Phil Mickelson leads by one stroke at the PGA Championship. Ahead of Brooks Kepka. Louis Eustacen is two back. Notable because Phil Mickelson is 50 years old. He's the oldest with a 54-hole lead in any major since Tom Watson over a decade it, Steve? ago. I don't see it happening, but then again, I didn't see him up five briefly, which was what happened in today's round as well. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau tied for seventh place at five back, but yeah, Mickelson would become the oldest ever to win a major, and they've been playing major golf tournaments for 161 years. And he's had success in majors. Five victories. He's been a runner-up in each of the majors. This is only the third time he's held the 54-hole lead, oddly enough, so... Some things are in his favor going into the finale at what it was for the first couple of rounds, very windy Kiowa Island, South Carolina. Reminder that tomorrow's NASCAR race will be on FS1 again, 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. Kyle Busch won today's Xfinity race. There is a chance of rain there in Austin, Texas tomorrow. To Major League Baseball, you mentioned Albert Pujols, now a Dodger, RBI single and a 6-3 win at San Francisco. Pujols has had one hit in five of his six games as a Dodger this week. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Angels had the late game and the A's are ahead 1-0 in Anaheim top of the second. Ninth inning, Red Sox holding on to a 4-3 lead at the Phillies. Tampa Bay has just won its ninth straight game 3-1 against Toronto and the Padres are winning again. It looks like the Padres might be taking over first place in the NL West. They're up 6-1 on the Mariners in the top of the sixth inning. St. Louis got a Yadier Molina solo homer in the seventh to beat the Cubs 2-1 and the save to closer Alex Reyes of the Cardinals 14th save of the season for the year 24 innings of work one run allowed Mm. Cleveland got a 10th inning homer to beat Minnesota 5-3. Miami on a homer bottom of the ninth beat the Mets 3-1. Atlanta's Ronald Acuna with his 15th home run to lead the Majors. Braves beat Pittsburgh 6-1. And the Yankees and Garrett Cole shut out the White Sox 7-0. Yankees have won five in a row. And update, the Brooklyn Nets now lead (laughs) 99-82 with about two minutes to go against Boston. So it looks like game one to the Nets. I don't know if you guys have looked at the schedule for the Western Conference playoffs But come Tuesday night, both the Lakers and the Clippers have a game two tipping off at about the same time. Now, it's TNT nationally for Lakers at Phoenix game two (laughs) Tuesday night. NBA TV is taking the Clippers home game against Dallas Tuesday night. (laughs) Of course. They will tip off about a half hour apart. Now, (laughs) one notable thing, and I wish I knew local TV ratings, these are going to be available on the Clippers channel in Los Angeles and the Lakers channel in Los Angeles. Can you imagine what the Lakers channel is going to get opposite a Clipper playoff game come Tuesday night in the Los Angeles market? Well, now Lee has some homework. We shall have those numbers when we show back up on Sat next Saturday. Yeah, I, I don't have anything to offer. I'm just saying I wish I knew I, the numbers. Oh, we will know. We will know the numbers. Isn't that right, Lee? You agree it'll probably be lopsided come Oh, Tuesday absolutely. Night, yes. And this has nothing to do with NBA TV not being available nationally. No, much. no, I'm no, talking no, about no. the local the LA local. channels. Yeah, yep. exactly. Two to one? What are you calling, Steve? Huh? Yeah, yeah, that sounds exactly logical to me okay. by a two to one margin. Yeah. That's a weird thing to put the Lakers and Clippers almost at the same time. Yeah, like That's next weekend, move. they're going to have uh, a Sunday game four at the same day, but the Lakers will be daytime and the Clippers will be nighttime. Not so this Tuesday. Yeah, that's one of the arguments or the complaints every single 
NBA playoff season. It takes so long. Who cares? I'd rather they uh, spaced it out the first round where we're seeing the Lakers and the Clippers at standalone times instead of playing almost at the same time. No, instead the Lakers series, it's uh, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, and then Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday the next week. Yeah. Well, thank you, Steve. I'm Brian No, He is Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. How about it's uh, Clark Kellogg who used to say this about college basketball all the time. Spurtability. That was his word. You look at the Nets. They have it. Certainly in this series against the Celtics as their opponent. But I was just saying to Lee Robert Lap the Fourth, our trusted producer, and Roberto, who's in with us tonight. I'm like, man, Celtics are hanging tough here. And you take a couple of blinks and, oh, wow, they're down by 16 points. It's weird with the Nets, right? Like, I I don't know how sometimes a team like the Nets, they were going through the motions to some degree tonight in a playoff game, you know? Yeah. They just get bored easily. So I think that we haven't seen their true potential when they're engaged and they're going up against a team that is a legitimate threat to take them down. Right? Like, we're just seeing them kind of screw around in the regular season. But if they're facing the Sixers in the Eastern Conference Finals, or they're facing, take your pick, the Lakers, the Clippers in the Finals, I want to see how good they can be when they're completely locked in and focused, because we haven't seen anything close to that yet. Can they completely lock in and be focused? That's a a legitimate question, too. For a full seven-game series? Yeah, let's see, man. (laughs) Well, we're going to find out. Yeah. We're going to find out. That that question will be answered. Who's your finals matchup? Um, I got Lakers and Nets. I would like to see the Lakers and the Nets. Okay. But, you know, Lakers and whoever, I don't care. You, you could bundle two teams from the East. <laughs> Either way, Lakers and six. Lakers and six versus the Eastern Conference All-Stars? Yep. How many uh, games for the Lakers against the Suns? Five. Five, a gentleman's sweep, huh? Yeah. Yeah, you might be right. It's possible. That's the one thing about the Lakers. They played as bad of a first half against the Warriors. Oh, it was terrible. They scored 42 points. And still won. And still locked them down and it's won just, the game. It's just that they, they had a lot of talent on the team. And, you know, when LeBron – and it, it's just a, it's a difference – Right, it's a difference when you you know what that's gonna be. Right, you know that at some point they're gonna lock in. I'd like it to not take so long, but you right. know, I I think two things about the Lakers that completely conflict with each other. Right, so on one hand, on the positive side, for LeBron and AD to miss as much time as they did, and to still remain number one in defense. Yes. <laughs> That's, That's a absurd. Lot. That's yeah. a lot. It says a lot. But on the other hand, I think that the Lakers' credentials are greatly boosted because they won it all last season. Of course. I think we're looking at the Lakers like, oh, man, you got to be almost perfect to beat. No, you don't. No, you don't. Like, Look at their path last year. I take nothing away from their title last year, big man. True. I'm not doing that. Well, it's the Blazers. Rockets, Nuggets, Heat. That wasn't exactly a gauntlet 
And they earned their championship. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, based on that road, why are we putting the Lakers on a pedestal? I'm just not doing that. I think that their well, credentials are... They, yeah, it is because of LeBron, but I think winning a title last year, I think that it's gone too far with believing in the Lakers, and I think it's gone too far with not believing in the Clippers because they crashed and burned. The, we, you have no faith in the Clippers whatsoever. Nothing that they've done are doing gives you faith, including today's game. So that's why there's no belief in the Clippers, because they are, what did Denny Green say? They, they are, are who we, who we thought, thought they, they were. Are. <laughs> they, they, they are who we thought they were. That's it. Uh-huh. That's what it is. And until you prove otherwise, that's what it's going to be. Period. I, I get that. The Clippers are in that believe it when you see it territory for a lot of people. They've been there for decades. <laughs> Come on, man. But they got talent finally. They had talent. CP, they, they had three all-stars. Sure, and they should have done more in la- the last Right, so year. we There's keep no saying doubt. they have talent finally. That's not the case. Well, what I'm saying is the 50-year history, most of those years, <laughs> they have not had great talent at all. It's just this era in Lob City, right? It's just the present Clippers in Lob City. That's it. Same results. <laughs> By the way, do you think that matters at all? See, it's a legitimate question. Do you think that plays into it for the Clippers at of all? Of course. They're fighting their own history? Yes. I don't buy it. I don't. Some disagree with me, but it's like the Cubs. The Cubs didn't win for 108 years. They got good players and they won. Shocking how that happens, you know? I don't believe in curses or history. If you think that the they Clippers... They had good players last year. They absolutely they did, and they took their foot off the gas. That's what happened against the Nuggets. When you don't have leadership, you get what you get. Remember, we talked about what what personality, right? Who who are they following? What demeanor sure. are they going? When Definitely. you don't have it, they still don't have it. <laughs> it's still not there. But the Raptors had it, and the Spurs had it. Yeah, because they had leaders. Well, Kyle Lowry was a yeah. leader. He is. He was and is. Right? Flat, no one was looking for Kawhi to lead the team. They needed him to be Kawhi. On the Spurs, no one was. They weren't looking for Kawhi to lead them. They were not. So he didn't have to lead them. He just had to be him. Yeah. It's to say, we're on the Clippers. Who, Lou, Lou Williams? Lemon Pepper Lou? <laughs> right. Yeah, no, it's Rondo coming off the bench playing 14 minutes. Is, is that the league? Like, there's no identity there. They'll be fine. They lost game one. Got a lot of talent. Like I said, I'm not overreacting, but it what it's not like they're playing a team that, that is that much worse than them. They're not. Sure. It's not a guarantee there. No, to, it's not yeah. the Dallas Mavericks are a good team. That's why they were fifth in the in the in the um in the conference. Yeah, that's a they, four or five matchup. That's a coin flip. Nah, Clippers taking it. Clippers uh, in well, six. I would bet candy bars, but I still haven't paid for the other <laughs> one. So I'll report back to you on that coming up. We'll we'll close the show on that note. Also, it's time to officially stop the madness when it comes to one debate. It should be. Case closed at this stage. I'm Brian No, easy from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio.
I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam on Fox Sports Radio. Top of the hour, Arnie Spanier, Aaron Torres. Keep it locked right here on FSR. How about this with the uh, play-in tournament? The final game was last night, big man. And Memphis beat Golden State. After the game, John Morant, he tweeted, definitely my fave matchup by far. Now give him that MVP award. He was talking, obviously, about Steph Curry. It's time to stop the madness over here. Steph Curry had a great year. His team didn't make the playoffs. (laughs) He's not winning MVP, nor should he. Can I get an amen on that? You with me on that one? Yeah. But he had a tremendous year. He did. Tremendous. I give him props. There are, look, there are a lot of athletes that if they were a three-time champion and they lost their running mate in Klay Thompson, they would have just gone through the motions. And that's not what Steph Curry did. I really, I gained a lot of respect for Steph Curry the way he attacked this season. So I'm not shortchanging what he did, but you got to at least make the playoffs to be a legit MVP candidate. Come on. I know he's a finalist, but a non-playoff team, like that guy's, that the best player of that team is now winning MVP. It's no, not it's hard to do that, but um, he had a great year. And I was hypercritical uh, of him at the beginning of the year saying, hey, look, if if you're that, if you're the MVP, right, then you have to carry your team, no matter who's out there and who's on the team. And he picked it up. He picked it up. He did. Yeah. He, he put him in position to possibly make the playoffs. By himself. Alone. The- alone, though. He did that alone. Yeah. It's funny, too, right? Because the MVP award, it's meant to honor someone, to really give one person the the most props. But the problem is it turns into this debate. And I think we do more. I think it tends to make us talk trash about someone not being the MVP than it does to give roses to the dude who we think is MVP. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think Jeff Van Gundy said that comparison is the thief of all joy. (laughs) That's what happens. I hate saying Steph Curry's not the MVP. He isn't, but it takes away from the special season he had. It's weird how it works out like that. But, hey, that's a big thing for Memphis. You know, it's baby steps. We talk about it all the time. Yeah, Ja was out of his mind. He played great. and You got to guard that guy. He's allowing him to shoot wide open threes? Well, we Come saw, on. We saw that last year in the bubble with him and, uh, and Murray going back, at, back and forth. I mean, that was fun to watch. Yeah, so they uh, missed Memphis missed out on the playoffs last year. They squeak in this year. It's baby steps. You know, you're growing a little bit. Yeah. How about this, too? Um, Bam Adebayo, his reaction to not being a defensive player of the year finalist, he just simply tweeted, ha ha. <laughs> that was it. That was a great response by him. I love that. I think that's fantastic. Um, how about this, too? Rapid fire, big man. Julio Jones may be on the trading block. What would be the most interesting place, Green the Bay. most interesting team? You go Green Bay? Yeah, Green Bay. They have to move a lot around to make that happen. How about the Chargers? Are you more interested in the Chargers, the Ravens, or the Niners for Julio Jones? Um, The Niners. San Fran, huh? Yeah, the Niners. 
they'd have to adjust a little bit. They got about 11 million yeah. available, and Julio's right at 15 mils. They have to do a, a few things, but they could make it happen if they really wanted him. I'd be cool with that. I'd be fun. That'd right? be really fun. By the way, big man, uh, I hate to close on a sour note here, but I've looked everywhere for your freaking uh, we, Twix. We, okay? we, we figured it out. It's on Amazon. All you got to do is click. You can deliver it right to my door. Here's the thing. I can't find the right Twix. It doesn't you know? matter. Just send me you my know? Twixes. All right? It doesn't matter. Can they matter. be all cookies and cream? Can Give it be all? Give me my Twixes. I, I've tried. You're I've a liar. tried to get the right Twix. You are a liar. I am not a liar. That's unfair. I've looked everywhere. If you send me a link of Twix right. White I, privilege. I'll, I'll <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.